0: Welcome to Crossroad International Church, where it's all about Jesus. If you are in Kuwait and looking for a church to call home, we would love the opportunity to welcome you at one of our Friday services. Now, here is this week's message. We've got the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Wow, no power of Him, no scheme of men. That we need to take that to our hearts, don't we? Especially living in this country with respect, right? No schemes of men. And so often we feel it's a scheme of man. Why is it that we get it all and the bad people get away with it, eh? That's what it feels like. But no, today we celebrate we've got the victory, amen? Well, you know, for a while I was in the, the public eye, in my hometown, for about 18 months, and you hear pop stars in the, I wasn't a pop star, but (laughs) they say that when you don't read the newspapers, is that right? And then, I was in the public eye for about 18 eight months, and you read the newspapers when it's positive, amen, and when it's not positive, it's a lie, right? So, I want you to imagine now, we're going to go back in time, and my name's Norman Dennis from ZNT TV. Good morning. This is the early morning show. So nice to see you all here this morning. It's been a fantastic week here in Jerusalem, hasn't it? Uh, the news has been a bit mixed, and um, it started the week, or uh, about ten days ago, with. Um, Jesus of Nazareth, he got some of his crowd together and he whipped them all up and um, they got the palms out and he came on this little donkey, remember it, yes, and it was really good and everybody was sort of shouting and hallelujah and praise the Lord, (laughs) where is he today, he's on the cross, Mm -hmm. and then it was going well and then everybody was excited today, I've just been in the streets. We can't find any Christians. None of those Jesus folk. We can't find them. And then, one of his disciples, you know this peaceful religion that that they say, tried to cut somebody's ear off with a sword? Hmm? And then we had one of the quickest trials ever in history that happened so quick. And then all of a sudden, he's dead christians disappear. they've all gone hmm. oh i've just had a news flash uh, early this morning there's okay thank you there's been a report from the guards at the tomb and as you know we are a very respectable news station and what we see is true so i'm just going to read out this statement from the guards Um, Where is it here? Uh, During the night, Jesus' disciples came while while we were sleeping and stole the body. The body is missing. So I'm sorry, that's just come in. You're the first to hear it this morning. The body has been stolen. So we just want to thank you. We're now going to go to the weather. (laughs) (laughs) So now... That's what the news said and there was a percentage of the people believed that. Now let's see what the Bible says, amen? Let's go to the truth of what really happened on that wonderful morning. Early on Sunday morning as a new day was dawning just like today Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. They were going out to see somebody they loved, somebody they believed was the Messiah. So can you imagine their feeling as they're walking down the road? They're going to go out and pay respects. And, and one, of the, one of the versions said, and they were wondering how they would get into the tomb. They were wondering how they would go and they had oils to, to purify and to put on the body. So their feeling must have been one of grief, confusion and grief. Suddenly there was a great earthquake and an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him. And they fell into a dead faint. An angel of the Lord came down. Hallelujah. Hmm? There's no doubt, is there, that he was resurrected. All the signs and the things we're going to look at today, it is impossible to doubt that we serve a risen God. The storm was rolled away and the soldiers fell in fear, froze in fear. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. Wow, I've seen the first angel. It must have been powerful. You can understand them being afraid, can't you? I mean, how many of us have seen angels with shining faces and pure white? They were afraid, yes. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as he said it was. Would happen. And the disciples who were with Jesus, Jesus didn't hide this that it was going to be happening. And all through the Gospels, you hear it. You hear it, but they chose not to hear it. Or they chose not to understand it because, A, they, 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 they were confused. What do you mean? He's the Messiah of the world. He's going to be taken from us. He's not. He's come to save the world. He isn't here. He has risen from the dead, just as he said it would happen. Come and see where, where the body was lying. They went and seen the clothes, the grave clothes were there. There was no doubt he wasn't there. He was risen. Hallelujah. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he has gone ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I tell you. Then the women ran quickly from the tomb. They were frightened, but also filled with great joy. They were frightened. They didn't want to believe it, but they wanted to believe it. They had, you know, they had mixed feelings. Because don't forget, at one point, they believed with all their heart, they believed that, they believed that, they believed that he was dead. There's no question. They seen him. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary seen him die. They were there. They shed the tears. So they were frightened because... There were mixed emotions, I think we would say nowadays. Do you understand that? We get mixed emotions, don't we? We want to believe it with all our heart, but I don't want to be hurt again. Come forward for prayer. Come forward for ministry. Well, I don't want to come forward because I came forward before and nothing happened. That's how they felt. And we've got as a church we've got to start putting ourselves in the mind of the disciples. We've got to put ourselves in the mind of Christ. We've got to have the mind of Christ as a church. Not the mind of humans. So quickly they ran from the tomb. They were they were very frightened but filled with joy and they rushed to give the disciples the name that give the disciples the angel's message. Hallelujah! There's no doubt when an angel comes and tells you something, it's fact. Amen. It's not TSA. It's not Johnny said or or Dell said or Steve said. It was fact. Hallelujah. And sometimes we need the writing on the wall, don't we? Sometimes we need to have an angel visit us. But we, today Jesus is saying, "I'm here. I'm not dead." And as they went, Jesus met them and they greeted him because he didn't want them to go still doubting. There was a little bit of doubt in their mind. Is the angel really truth? Am I seeing things? Is it an angel? Don't be afraid. And Jesus came to them Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and there. I will see them. See, they've seen the angel, and I believe that they still had doubt in their mind. Am I really believing this? And I know when somebody dies, your mind plays tricks for yourself. When my grandfather died, my, my grandmother said, oh, I've seen your grandfather today. Huh? He's dead. But the tricks, the mind... The emotions, the grief, and they were grieving. That's why Jesus came along to, to take away any doubt. Right? So there he had it. Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will, I will see you there. As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, hallelujah, an elders meeting. Amen. <laughs> and if you have been in church meetings, you know what it's like to have an elders meeting or a church council, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some truth come out here. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get back the scriptures. They, t- they told the soldiers, right, here we are. And meeting with the elders was called. They decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, you must say, Jesus' disciples came during the night while you were asleep, and they stole the body. Hallelujah. That's the message we want you to give. And if the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you. Get lost. hey! I'll stand up for you. If you've been in the military, there's an expression when you're going into battle, I'm right behind you. Right? (laughs) Right? I'm right behind you. And how many managers say, hey, do this, son, do it. I'm right behind you. Hey, That would be dodgy straight away, wouldn't it? If the governor hears about it, governors hear about everything, especially when Jesus has been risen from the dead. And it proves that all the scriptures were true. It proves that the religious leaders had it wrong. And they won't admit defeat. Does that sound familiar in this country? Hmm? When they get something wrong, will they admit defeat? (laughs) Same mentality, isn't it? And when you live in the Middle East, you you begin to understand this, for me, the scriptures come more alive because I'm living here. Because I understand, I'm beginning to understand the mentality, and that's so important to understand the mentality. When the if the governor hears about it, we we'll stand up for you, and you won't get into trouble. You won't get into trouble for a soldier sleeping on his post and allowing a body to be stolen. <laughs> hey, and he's a Roman one of the most disciplined armies in the world. Well, they took the world, didn't they? (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm glad I wasn't on duty. But you know the sad thing? It says here, their story spread widely amongst the Jews and they still tell it today. Hmm? That lie which was said many, many years ago, is still, they still believe it. To them, it's not a lie, it's the truth. Because if they admit that he is resurrected, they've got to accept he's the Messiah. Hmm? So that lie, lies can last for years, can't they? But we as a church, this is the next bit. The resurrection story, the Great Commission, amen. Are you excited about the Great Commission? Are you? I know it's early morning. You can nod your head, hallelujah. You don't have to shout. You see, I, I'm, when you get to know me, I'm being very subdued today, right? And I look at Janice and she'll say, I can't smile 24 hours a day. I'm not upset. I just can't smile 24 hours a day like you. <laughs> then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going up to the mountains where Jesus, had, where Jesus had taught them. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some of them doubted. Huh? Do you doubt? Hmm? Too good to be true, we have a saying in England. It's too good to be true. They worshiped Him. Some of them worshiped, some of them didn't. Jesus came and told his disciples, "I have been given all authority. I have been given all authority in heaven and in earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations." Amen. That's the role of the church. I've been talking to some people in the church and they've been been talking about the vision of the church. What is the vision of this church? That is the vision. To go make disciples. It's the commission and the vision. Amen? It's both. Therefore, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach those new disciples To obey all my commands I have given you. And that is our role as believers to teach. So many churches, they get saved and it finishes. Hmm? They get saved, it finishes. Oh, yes, they get taught, they hear from the message on a Sunday or a Friday. But God today, Jesus today, on this Resurrection Sunday wants each one of us to go deeper in him this next year. Yes. It's a new start. It's like communion. I love communion. I went to the Salvation Army. They didn't do communion because they used to bring alcoholics in from the streets and they say, come to the Lord's table, and the alcoholism again. This was before they were started, before they had uh, fruit juice and all of this. It's like communion. I love communion because communion reminds us of the cross, but it also, when we have the blood, I find it very difficult sometimes to sit still because I'm so happy because the debt has been paid. If I said to each one of you, how much debt have you got? Give us your mortgage. Give us your car payments. I want you to leave this room today with no debt whatsoever, what would you be saying? You'd be happy then, wouldn't you? Eh? So each one of you, I want to go to Paul, give, write down all your debts and give it to Paul, and Paul will pay it. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. That's what the resurrection means. Yes. The debts are being paid. Yeah. And if I, I'm sorry if I'm keeping it simple, stupid. Right? But it is as simple as that. Yes. Think about that. If today you were debt-free, totally debt-free, you didn't have a mortgage, your car was paid for, you would be singing and dancing and you'd be blessing others. So on this Resurrection Sunday, and as we've been to the table, remember that we are debt-free. Remember that he's taken that contract And he's ripped it in two. That loan agreement doesn't exist anymore because it's paid. And I love that. But it is important. It says here, teach those new disciples. Are we doing that? Are we teaching the new disciples? And you know who teaches them? The pastors? No, you do. You teach them by example. You teach them by talking to them. You teach them by having a relationship with them. When you have a relationship with someone, they take it a lot easier, don't they? But if you don't have a relationship with them, who's he talking to me? Who do you think I, who he is? But the next bit, so be sure of this. be sure of this, or do not doubt. Do you doubt? Do you doubt Jesus? Do you doubt he can take away your, do you doubt he can take away your debt? Do you doubt he can give you a better job? Do you doubt he can heal you? Do you? I don't doubt. I sometimes forget his power. I sometimes forget that, but I don't doubt. Be sure of this I am with you always, even to the end of the earth or the end of age. You see, on the cross, when he died, those disciples felt abandoned, they felt lost. And Jesus loves us so much, he never wants us to go through what they went through during those three days until he was resurrected. And some of them went through a lot longer because they heard about it. What about Doubting Thomas? Huh, I won't believe. And praise the Lord, I can't see any Downton Thomases in here, amen? Well, there's none on that side, let's look here. No, there's no Downton Thomas' in this church, amen? He's going to be with us. So just remember that. Remember the Great Commission. Remember that he died for us. Remember that we've been set free. And with some of us, we've been set three, free. And it's like the jail door has opened. But we're not going out. Hmm? Jesus spoken. The Lord has spoken to some of us. And he said, I've set you free of that. I've ministered to you. I've given you the victory. Ah, but it's comfortable in this cell. In a strange way, sometimes it's comfortable in things we're familiar with. But God is saying today, just open the grave. The storm was rolled away. The door was open. Step out. Leave your old life Behind you. Leave the grave clothes. Behind you on this resurrection Sunday. And have a fantastic year in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have a fantastic year in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Do you believe it? I do believe it today. Amen. But just remind us each other. As we go through the year. Let us now do this year. Till next resurrection day. Till next Easter Sunday. Let's go reminding each other. Because I need remembering, because I forget things. I'm from the north of England, right? And I forget things very easily, and I'm getting old. So just remember, and remind each other, encourage each other. And when you see somebody in the church who's looking a bit sad, a little bit down, go up to them and say, hi, are you all right? It's not my job, it is our job, amen? Because you are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, I've got another 10 minutes. Hallelujah. Amen? No, I haven't. (laughs) I just want to, let's just have a small, let's, let's just pray and ask the praise and worship team to come up. You see, to a pastor, the Easter message and the Christmas message can be difficult because we've all heard it. Del preached on the resurrection. Amen. Good sermon. But today, we've been reminded again of the same message. It's the same message from day after day after day. And we just need to honor God. And say, Lord, I failed. Lord, I've let you down. Lord, I've let my brothers and sisters down. You see, when we begin to have that mind of repentance. Repentance is the most beautiful word in the English language. But the world has taken it to being negative. Like those leaders couldn't admit that they were wrong. Couldn't admit, and they bribed the soldiers to keep their mouth shut because they didn't want the truth coming out. Don't be like them. But begin with you on this Easter Sunday. Begin with you and say, Lord, forgive me. Then help me To forgive others. Lord Jesus, we just thank you today that you are resurrected, Christ. You are resurrected. We thank you, Lord, that you died for me. And Lord, today, help me to forget who's sitting to my left and right. But help me to just go deeper in you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are hurting, who are doubting, who are not quite certain are you resurrected? They want to believe with all their heart. But the devil has put just a little screen in front of them so they can't quite see the truth. They can't see the wood for the trees. So now on this Easter, give each one of us a fresh start. And join this next year, Lord, let us be a church who look to others. Let us be a church who supports our brothers and sisters. Give each one of us the courage to begin a new relationship with somebody new in this church. Because we've been reminded that you've met ne- you will never leave us or forsake us. So thank you once again for this time and the privilege of coming here and calling you my Saviour, our Lord. Amen.